We are less than 24 hours away from USA versus Mexico. This is the SBI Show. I am Garrett Cleverly. With me in the flesh, in person, in Phoenix, Arizona, is Ivis Galarza. What's up, dude? Nothing much, man. We're here hanging out at your swank uh, palatial apartment building and uh, having a pretty good time in Phoenix, uh, getting ready for the big game and the big auditions for all these players hoping to go to the World Cup. Yeah, lots of, uh, you know, you and I had an opportunity to check out the U.S. men's national team training uh, on Monday and on Tuesday, you know, we had a chance to, uh, you know, Jurgen talked a little bit about the roster and all that. But uh, more importantly, obviously, you know, we're, we're filming this show right before the SBI party. So we're, uh, we're getting ready for it. We are pre-gaming as we speak. Let's keep that between us, everybody. I'm, I'm not because no, I'm, Garrett, I'm, not, I'm Garrett, not 21. I didn't Garrett's get a, a choir boy. Approval. He's not drinking. No, not at all. He's drinking water. <laughs> and some juice called Blue Moon. I don't know what that is. I I've, yeah, it's, I picked it up at Safeway. It's uh, it was in the healthy uh, aisle department. Ivis, what are you drinking? Jack Daniels? Uh, a little yes, uh, Coca Cola and Jack Daniels. Nice. Well, Ivis, uh, tons to talk about with the U.S. Men's National Team. Uh, I mean, the biggest question, Ivis, is going into this match. I mean, this is an opportunity for a lot of guys to really impress Jurgen Klinsmann uh, going forward. You know, kind of just you know original thoughts, kind of when you look at the roster. You know, who has the most to gain from this game on uh, on Wednesday? Well, now that we've had Brad Evans get injured or pull out for injury, and now we've had Puebla at the last minute decide they're not going to allow Marcus Beasley, Mark Michael Roscoe to play. All of a sudden, you've got the door open for I think for DeAndre Yedlin to possibly get in there, start for for the U.S. Even though he's young, he's clearly helped his cause, boosted boosted his stock with his play early on this season, and with his form in the in the January camp. He's uh, he's impressed Jurgen Klinsmann. He's impressed some of the veterans. I had a chance to talk to Landon Donovan uh, last month about DeAndre Yedlin, and he had nothing but good things to say, and thinks he's someone who has the kind of talent that that could help him you know, jump ahead of, of some of the other players. So we'll see We'll see if he can uh, get that opportunity. And I'm, I, I would look forward to seeing that because with his speed and, and with his improving defense, I think he's a good option at right back. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, you and I will disagree on that uh, going into the World Cup. But, but, you know, we can save that conversation for, for a few months from now when that camp is announced. Garrett's holding a candlelight vigil as we speak for Brad Evans. He's, no, I'm not uh, at He's all. praying to the gods Wrong. that Brad Evans' calf will uh, be I would prefer, I, Look, the depth chart for me at right back, I don't think John Yedlin's defense is good enough to play at the international stage. And, yes, I understand you want to bring a young guy. I'd rather bring a guy like Julian Green who isn't going to get exposed defensively like John Yedlin. But, like I said, we, we can talk about that. When that gets closer, the game on the Wednesday. The game is in less than twenty. I, I know, I know. But are we going to talk right before the well, game? Well, no, 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 no. I'm referring to we can talk more about Yedlin if he's going to go to the World Cup when that. No, later we're, on. We're I'm talking, talking about the World game Cup. on Wednesday. Yes, and the, he could start. The, the, yes, I, well, he should start. Well, right. First off, I think you know obviously Nick Romano's in goal on right. Wednesday. I mean, without question, right. Right. he's the number three. Something happens to him injury wise, but for right now, he's the number three in the depth chart. But he will be starting on Wednesday over Sean Johnson, Bill Hamid. Defensively, though, I agree with you. DeAndre Yedlin should start at right back. I think your center back pairing is what? Matt Beasler, but, you know, Omar Gonzalez or Clarence Goodson right there. I mean, Omar Gonzalez hasn't been in the best of form lately. Uh, I think it's clear Jurgen Klinsmann has made a decision that he wants to to pair Beasler and Gonzalez, and that's his first choice group. And I don't know if Clarence Goodson has necessarily been lighting it up for San Jose either. So from that standpoint, I think you stick with Omar Gonzalez at this point. And you keep those guys together and get them more games together and, and just build up that trust, that familiarity. And, and I think when you think about, it's funny enough, it's a year ago when they played together in Azteca and had that great game against Mexico. And here they are now, a year later, once again playing Mexico. And they're going to face a tough test there, even yep. though it's not all of Mexico's top players. Their European guys aren't going to be there, European-based guys. But there's still some quality on that Mexican side. Obviously, Alan Pulido is a dangerous player who's going to test them. So I think... 
I think it's going to be a good test for them. And both, and they're, funny enough, they're both off to shaky starts in MLS play. Even Matt Beasler, I mean, he's gotten beaten on some big plays. Uh, I remember that obviously Matt Hedges on that uh, that equalizer yep. against FC Dallas. Uh, so it, it's a good test for them, and it's a good chance for Klinsman to see how, if he should keep trusting these guys as his parent. Uh, the biggest question, though, is left back, Ivis. I mean, Michael Parkhurst is in camp. I think he's looked great for the Columbus crew with their resurgence this year. I mean, Michael Parkhurst, I mean, the other two guys that we haven't talked about, it's either him or Tony Beltran at left back. I mean, I think Michael Parkhurst has to get that out there, right? Out of everyone's on the roster, it's going to be Parkhurst. He's played there before. Uh, and and if you want to see Edlin, and I think you'll see Edlin before Beltran. Obviously, Edlin was on the original roster. Uh, Parkhurst has played at left back. He obviously won't give you the service because he's a natural, naturally right-footed player. He's played there for the national team. He's even played there on the club level, uh, played at left back. So it's not going to be a huge stretch for him. It's going to be a good test for him because he's going to uh, Mexico has some pretty good wingers that are going to test him. But for me, Yedlin is the real question there because I think if if he goes out there and he has a big game, if he plays well. I think for me, he's been defending really well this year to start the year. You see improvements. You see the timing, the positioning. Because obviously last year, everyone got got caught up with the attacking quality, him getting forward, the speed that he has. But he got caught out defensively a lot, especially the second half of the season. It looked like he hit a wall. Coming into this year, he has gotten better. You can see it. You can see him being smarter about his positioning, about about his timing of his runs. Mm -hmm. And, And I think... That is why I think Jurgen Klinsmann is going to give him a chance. Uh, so the back line, if you're keeping score at home, DeAndre Yedlin, Matt Beasler, Omar Gonzalez, Michael Parkhurst. Obviously, Ivis uh, Jurgen Klinsmann seems to favor that 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 four four two three one four five one type of formation. So the two holding mids, the defensive mids. I mean, obviously that's going to be Michael Bradley, and you'd have to go with Kyle Beckerman right there, right? Correct. Yeah, I think that's going to be the pairing. I mean, obviously Marisa Du is someone who I think will get minutes, but you know, Kyle Beckerman has earned his place. He's been outstanding to start the year he's been outstanding for the u.s team in his last starts over the last six months eight months he's played well every time but i think getting to see beckerman and bradley together if klinsman has any doubts about jermaine jones maybe it'll open up his open up his thoughts to a beckerman bradley parent for the world cup clearly klinsman loves jermaine jones he loves the bite that he brings and the toughness and, and the and the experience that he brings but anything can happen obviously he's a bit of an older player what you know if he gets injured what happens you're gonna almost you're gonna have to go with Bradley and Beckerman so I think it's a good opportunity to see those guys together and and who knows maybe you'll see them in Brazil together yeah I think it'll be a good opportunity right there for Maurice to to maybe come in in the second half and and, and, you know replace Michael Bradley or or Kyle Beckerman moving up to the next level I I think this is where it gets a little bit interesting Uh, and Graham Zuzzi's in camp Ivis I think you can have him at right mid but then right there in the middle you know the player the number 10 position the attacking mid you know you could have maybe Landon Donovan there Clint Dempsey there who do you think would be right there in that position just going off past lineups it's going to be Dempsey Dempsey's going to be in the middle I think you'll see Zuzzi and Donovan interchanging on the wings Uh, I think Landon Donovan's kind of the second choice to Dempsey at least for uh, Jurgen Klinsmann's preferences in that behind the forward playmaking kind of role Dempsey he likes that freedom he likes to play behind the forward and make make runs off him Uh, I think Donovan with his pace and, and with his you know just intelligent Intelligence, I think he's a better option on the wing. And it, okay, so then up top you would have Eddie Johnson. That's it. That's the, that's a tough one. Wondolowski's off to a good start. Wondolowski's been great in his last few national team appearances. You kind of almost have to go Wondolowski. Here's what I'm thinking, and I would like to see this. I would like to see Zuzi on the right, Dempsey as the attacking mid, Brad Davis on the left, and Landon Donovan up top. That's interesting. Yeah. We could we see that? I, I think we could see that at some point in the game. Do we see that as a starting lineup? That I, that would I would. 
that'd be interesting. But the, here's the thing you have to remember about this, uh, any kind of friendly like this. What's the first choice group look like? What's the first unit with all the top guys look like? And Josie Altidore is your target forward. Yeah. He's So you have to play someone there who kind of gives you that look. Mm-hmm. Landon Donovan's not giving you that That's look. That's true. Chris Wanolowski gives you that look, at least with the U.S. team where he kind of plays has the hold-up play. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a guy like that. So as much as we'd all like to see like a quick 11, a quick attacking yeah. five up front, just all quick guys interchanging, that's not the style that the full squad plays. So you're not, I, don't, I don't know if you're going to necessarily see that. Uh, we did mention some younger guys, though. Uh, some guys have a lot to gain from this. You know, Julian Green is in camp and uh, Luis Gill are in camp. Do we see them, Ivis, maybe come in the second half, play 15, 20, 30 minutes possibly? We have to see Julian Green. I mean, this is the Julian Green show, right? I mean, everyone's talking about him. Uh, half the questions uh, all week here in Phoenix were about Julian Green, and Jurgen Klinsmann made this really strong push for him. He got his man, and I think this is a showcase for him. Now, obviously, he's not going to start, but I think you have to use him. You have to put him in. Let him experience uh, this kind of high-level situation and, and playing against a team like Mexico, playing in, a sold, in front of a sold-out crowd. Is he going to make the World Cup? That's I think that's still kind of a bit of a long shot, a little bit up in the air, but I think this kind of game... You have to put him in. You have to give him his 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. As far as Luis Gill, you could see him as well. I mean, he's been playing great for Real Salt Lake. Yep. You know, he scored a goal, great goal, just this past weekend. Uh, so he, I think he is well, he's going to see some minutes. But obviously, everyone wants to see Julian Green. And a, and a big reason for that is because a lot of people haven't seen him at all. And he's only played a few minutes for Bayern Munich. So unless you've watched the YouTube videos of him with the but, fourth division yeah. Bayern Munich, reserve, you know, the youth team, you're not, you're not going to know what he can bring. So this is a perfect opportunity. 15 to 20 minutes, I'd say that'd be perfect. Who, who has the most to gain in this game, though? You know, just, just looking at the amount of guys. You know, Marisa Du, Clarence Goodson, Michael Parker's man. Who, realistically, do you sit there and say, man, if he really has a strong performance, that we can look back and say, hey, because of this game, he's going to Brazil. I mean, who has the most to gain? I think Wondolowski someone, if he gets the start, just because that I think that fourth forward position is kind of up in the air. As much as some people will disagree with me, I still think <laughs> Terrence Boyd is going to go. Obviously, Johansson and Altidore are going to go. But now let's just assume those three guys go, and you go with a fourth forward. Who's your fourth forward? Is it Wondolowski, Agadello, uh, Eddie, Eddie Johnson? Eddie Johnson. Saying, man. We haven't really talked well, about Eddie Johnson. Right. Well, I, you know, I think Wondolowski, with what he's shown, Klinsman's going to take a look at him. Eddie Johnson absolutely could make it, and I think he'll get some minutes. But if you're asking me who's looked better early on in MLS play, I think Chris Wondolowski's looked better. And, and he's done well with the chances that he's had. For the U.S. team over you know the last six six months, but the problem is, does he show up against better quality teams? I mean, we all know that he can score against Belize. Well, this is a game to do that. I, well, I mean, that's I don't know, man. I, how, I how else? Is I think you prove it. I know, I know. I think you're being maybe a little too optimistic on on, on Chris Wondolowski. I'm not saying he's going to score goals against Mexico. I'm saying based on what he's done. And based on the look that Klinsman wants in the game, he's going to give him his chance. I think this is a game he'll give him a chance to show what he can do. Uh, prediction time, Ivis. What do you think? Think we'll see Dos Cicero again? Uh, you know, it's funny. When I was here in 2007, the U.S. played a Mexican team, full-strength Mexican team, loaded squad, very good team. The U.S. team had an MLS team. They didn't have any of their European base players. It was supposed to be a blowout. U.S. won 2-0. So it's tough for me to bet against the U.S. in a game like this. So I'm going to have to go to U.S. I don't, I'm, I'll say 2-1 just because I don't know if this defense is going to pitch a shutout. But I think the U.S. will win. I'll say 2-1. I'll go Clint Dempsey and uh, Clint Dempsey and Landon Donovan because Landon Donovan, you know, all he does is score against Mexico. So I'll, I'll go 2-1 U.S. over Mexico. I'll go 2-1. Julian Green scores late in the game. I was going to say that, but that's I think that's a little optimistic. I also 
I don't know if I want to see that because then, then the internet would explode. Could, I don't, could you imagine? And then we'd have no SBI. We'd have no SBI. We'd have no SBI show because the internet would literally melt down. Um, but we'll finally, we'll finally get to talk to him, though. I mean, we'll have to talk after if he scores for sure. Oh, I don't even want to think about the post-game scrum Ooh. for Julian Green. There's going to be some elbows thrown. You better be ready, man. You should wear a helmet. I am ready. You see me in there? I was fighting, dude. <laughs> you were way back. False. You were way back. That's not true. I was, I was the other day when Jurgen was talking. I, I realized I couldn't get in, so I went to the back. And then, so if you watch ESPN, I'm, I guarantee, like, I'm in all the shots because all the cameras. I was, I was right behind Jurgen. Well, well, your pink shirts are hard to miss. Well, actually, if I learned anything from the media, I'm really short. I did learn that. Everyone That's, seems to yeah. be like. I don't know, like three feet taller than me. It's all about the timing, getting into good positions. And then when you're in good positions, just ask your question. Forget what anyone else says. Just ignore them and just... I don't know. You guys should see Ivis here. When Jurgen was talking, I, I mean, Ivis, like, I think he punched Grant Wall in the face, possibly. <laughs> I think I saw that. No. Grant's my boy. Uh, I don't know. There was some local guy there. It's always funny uh, when the you know the local media, oh, they, they feel like they need... You know, obviously, it's their home turf, so they want to ask all the questions. But clearly, you know, uh, you know we national media... We got to do our job, so we're going to get in there. Yeah, we're going to ask our questions. The local guy kept asking the same question to every single player. That's my favorite when they do that. Um, I was the rivalry, though. I mean, obviously, this, I, mean, I don't need to say anything else about this rivalry. It's, anything I say will be an understatement, though. But I mean, does this does does the magnitude of this match for a lot of players looking to gain something? I mean, does it does it take a backseat to this rivalry? Uh, I feel like this game. I, I've I've covered. This is going to be my 16th USA Mexico game, and this game is definitely different from the other ones just because it has the rivalry has taken a backseat because there's so much uh, more importance put into these players playing for their World Cup lives, playing for the chance to be on the World Cup team, not just the U.S., but for Mexico as well. So as much as we all want to play up the rivalry and the battle and the war, the board, you know, the, the battle for the border and the guerra free and all that, the World Cup is just so important, and, and there's so many roster spots up for grabs. That it's kind of it, it's taking a backseat, and it should. But you know what? Having said that, I think these players, it's ingrained in them to not like their opponents. The U.S. players, they don't like the Mexican players, and it's vice versa. There's respect there. Once they get on the field, you're going to see tension. You're going to see these guys battle, and especially now with the World Cup spots on the line, you, I think you're going to see a testing game. I think you're going to see some pushing, some shoving. You're going to see some tackles. It's not going to be a friendly. Um, you know, I was looking up in 2007. Do you know who scored the goals for the U.S. and the victory over Mexico at University of Phoenix Stadium? Jimmy Conrad, Landon. You just cheated. You just. I looked. was there. I was there. You were in high school. I was at the game. 2007. I was not in high school. I was uh... in jail in, in Bahamas. No, I was not. I got. I, I paid. I paid to get out of that one. Uh, 2007. That time of my life, I was a sophomore at Arizona State University. Young, young and reckless. Three, I'm still reckless. But three credits young. to his name. Three credits. I'm, 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 I'm still waiting for the call from ASU to tell me I really didn't graduate. Um, but I just thought, I mean, this 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 should be an outstanding game. Today is kind of a, a short, abbreviated show. So, Ivis, before we wrap everything up, I mean, do you have any more final thoughts on the uh, on the game on Wednesday? Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing a great crowd. I've been here. This is going to be my third game here in Phoenix, and, and each time you've seen pretty good crowds. I think we're going to have a sellout for this game, and, and I think it's just – it's crazy to think the World Cup's two months away. Yeah, I mean, I, I, as much as I'm looking forward to it, I wish it, I wish it was six months away because it's like so much you have to prepare for. But it's coming. It, it's on its way, and there's no stopping it. The, the the days are counting down. They're counting down for us who cover it. It's counting down for the players who are going, and it's counting down for the players who haven't yet booked their mm. ticket. And you know, it's a select few that that know they're going. There's a select few, and even the ones who know they're going. Hey, you're always an injury no away. Yeah. You're always an injury away. So. It, it, things are getting tense, and I think that is going to make this game uh, 
uh, is much more, even more so than a rivalry. That undercurrent, that that hanging over the game, is what is why I think it's going to be a real testy game, and I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. Well, I think realistically, when you, when you look at if you just had to make a preliminary U.S. Men's National Team roster, I mean, what do you have like six, seven guys that are like will go barring an injury? But I mean, everything after that is like you said. I mean, not, not, nothing's really guaranteed. I mean, anything could possibly happen. I mean. I'm look, really looking forward to seeing what Maurice would do. I mean, we, we spoke to him. I mean, he's been talking about how focused he was when he came back to the Philadelphia Union and how, I mean, he just, you know, kept saying about, you know, if I focused myself, you know, if I focused on playing, I knew I would get called up. I mean, I, I can't wait to see what he's going to bring because I still think that there's an outside chance where he could be the fourth center back going to Brazil. There's a lot of talk about that. That could happen. That could. Uh, one thing you, you will see, and, and it's pretty clear already, even two months out before we even find out who's on the roster, this World Cup, unlike past in past World Cups, whether it's 02, 06, 2010, uh, you had one, two, three guys that you could say, "Wow, he didn't make it." I, I didn't think. Yeah. I thought he might make it. I, I got to tell you, this time around, I think you're going to see five, six guys that you look at them, you say, "Man, you know, he could have been there." Or yeah. he, he, I think he could have played in the World Cup. I think he could have done well, and it just shows you the depth that's there. Uh, that's not to say this U.S. team is, is stronger than. Even the two, for me, the 2002 team, I still say, is, is, for me, is stronger. Was, that team was awesome. That team was great. Uh, but there's more depth, and there's going to be tougher decisions for Klinsman to make. Even more so now that these young guys are starting to kind of come on yeah. late and make these late pushes. Yedlin, Gill, even Julian Green. So I think from that standpoint, you know, I wouldn't want to be Jurgen Klinsman come mid-May when he's looking at that bulletin board and trying to figure out who stays and who goes. Well, think of, I mean, this is kind of out of left field, but think of a guy like Sasha Kleschen. I mean, he's a good player, but he's not going to Brazil. He's not going to Brazil. He, he's you not going to go. I mean, Joe, Joe Corona. Look at Joe yeah, Corona. Joe Corona. Like I mean, it's, just, it's, it's insane. I, was, I mean, it's not insane, but it's just like in, in years past, you might say, yeah, Sasha, for sure. You probably would have went in 2010. But I, this year, there's no way he's going to go. There's just no way. Probably not. Uh, Benny Failhaber. Probably yeah. not. Jose Torres. Uh, he's still outside chance, but, I mean, you're going to see these guys, uh, quite a few of these guys. Left home, and it just shows you the quality. The quality is improving, the depth's improving, but what's still, it's still, you still need the twenty-three to get better. You still need the eleven to get better, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if we, we've gotten to that point yet. We're going to see in Brazil because yeah. if they, if they haven't gotten better, uh, they're going to get blown out. It's going to be three and out. Yeah. Well, Jurgen said that I mean, he's not going to announce the roster until the final deadline day. So I mean, you know, there's going to be a lot of speculation whether or not you know he's going to call in a camp. He's going to figure it out from there. And I mean, we, 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 you and I, you and I could also, I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about it. I mean, people can also check the website soccerbyavis.net for more information. So, Ivis, we're already fashionably late. I mean, I don't know about fashionably, but we are late for our own party that we're supposed to be hosting. So, uh, we, we got we got to wrap it up here. We can't ramble too long. That's right. We have a uh, you know we have a show to uh, we have a party to host. We have some pre gaming to do. Uh, Garrett has to go go get changed and put on his tuxedo, and then we'll be out of here. I'm not wearing a tuxedo. I'm. Well, I don't know. I might wear like a collar shirt or something. You gonna keep the pink V-neck? You're not gonna keep that. It's not pink. It's like it's. Salmon? Okay, salmon. Salmon peanut. Salmon peanut. Yeah, I'd say it's salmon. Okay, salmon's pink. Yeah. Salmon it's, it's a little better than pink, right? So, what's wrong with pink? That, this guy. Look at that. You're backing me in a corner, and no matter what I say, I'm going to look like an idiot. All right, Garrett. Let's go have some fun. And, uh, you know, everybody, if uh, you're listening to this, uh, definitely check out SBI. Check our, uh, you know, pre-match coverage. We, we're down here in Arizona. Our ace reporter uh, for SBI, Franco Panizzo, is in the building. He's only 20 years old, but he's a good reporter and he's getting better. Actually, no, he's 25. I'm kidding. Uh, but you know what? We're, we're down here. Check out SBI. Check out Gold.com for our coverage uh, wall-to-wall, especially you know Gold.com and SBI. We've got a crew down here for both. 
So be sure to read it because uh, you're gonna have quite a you're gonna have quite a bit of time for that USA Mexico game because it's starting at eleven o'clock Eastern time. So a lot of people are probably gonna be in bed uh, watching this game. But uh, you know what? Make sure you read yeah, up. Yeah, I'm I'm confused. Eleven o'clock Eastern. I feel bad for all you on the East Coast. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people who have nine to five jobs is probably pretty bad. But it is pretty bad. Us night owls, it's right in our wheelhouse. I know. You and I stay up till three or four every morning, no matter what. Even if we don't have work, we'll, our ADD will kick in. By the way, did you see Walking Dead finale? No, oh. I didn't. And if you spoil it, I'm gonna bash you, bash your head in with this umbrella. With this, it was, it was. I was all right. Here's. <laughs> Franco's over here losing no his spoilers. mind. Franco's losing his mind Hashtag no spoilers. Uh, well, I, yes. Uh, tomorrow, I will also be providing live commentary on the SBI game thread. So uh, if, if you, uh, you want to watch the game and check out my comments on the show, I'll be joining Franco Panizo for that. So, Ivis, we got to wrap up the show, man. Um, I, I usually say I'll, I'll talk to you next time, but... We're off. We're, we're, we're off to hang party, out. So. We're off the party. Yeah. SBI show party. So if you're, if you're listening to this and you were at the party and you got to meet us... Let us know in the comment section and let us know how, how, what a great time you had at our party. Also, my parents will not be at this party, so I don't need to see anyone go in on the comments and be like, oh, it's Garrett's parents at the party. They are not coming to the party. They will just come at 2 a.m. to pick them up. <laughs> in the minivan? <laughs> in the minivan that yeah, I did not rent. Yeah, Ivis rented a sick red minivan. Everyone's, it's on my Twitter feed. Go check it out. It was, it's nasty. If you're one of Garrett's 800 followers, you probably saw it already. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, Ivis, that, that wraps up the show, dude. Time, uh, time for you to start pounding that jack that you've been staring at the whole entire game. Uh, the whole entire, not game, show. I'm already thinking. I'm already thinking about tomorrow. Yeah, who's so. been drinking? I, who, who sounds like they've been drinking? You I, tell me, I've everybody. Had two, I've had two sips. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, as always, everyone, thank you for listening to the show. Ivis and I will be back again later this week. Uh, we'll be recapping the U.S. men's national team potential victory, and we'll be previewing MLS week five. Ivis, time to go. As always, everyone, thank you for the listens. Thank you for the comments. This is the SBI Show.